Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Henney. I know I've been out for a while. Uh, been a, I've been away, uh, got caught up with some things. Uh, but that just means I got more content for you, more topics, more discussion, more everything for y'all. So uh, I'm going to kick it off. No hesitation, no, without any further ado, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, first and foremost, man, shout out to the Bryant family. Shout out to Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and more importantly, the, uh, his wife and uh, who he survived by his other children. Uh, my heart goes out to them. You know, it's been all this week that I just found out this past Sunday where when, you know, the helicopter crash came in. And, and just to touch on that, man, I was really, really shocked about how that all went down and how that just happened and whatnot, man. It was just it was just really fucking crazy. It really was. But, um, you know, I don't wish that on my worst enemy, let alone, you know, if I know somebody or not, man, if I know them well or whatever like that, whether I have beef with them or not, I'll never wish no death upon them uh, because it's, you know, that's just, that's just, life is too precious. So a heartfelt shout-out to uh, not just Kobe Bryant and his daughter, but the rest of everybody that was on that helicopter that weren't going to be able to, you know, go home, you know, that day, who just thought they were just, you know, doing another helicopter ride. And, you know, that, that, that leads, that segues into what I really want to kind of touch on first, man. First and foremost, with anybody who, gets up in the morning, brushes their teeth, goes out into the world, and then comes back home, you are blessed. You are fortunate to have that happen, if at all, for you at any time. You know what I'm saying? To go home and to be with your family, to spend time with your family, it's a blessing. It's it's not, it, it is, it is such a, a privilege to, you know, to just be able to do that every day. It is a privilege. It's not a fucking luxury, y'all. And I got a curse on that because, uh, you know, these past few weeks for me have been nothing but a learning lesson as on life. I'm not going to get too much detail with it or whatever like that, but if anything has taught me to not be selfish with your time, not you know, not to, you know, not to be selfish with your time, not to be selfish with people that's trying to help you, always you know, be open-minded enough and just be mindful enough to, you know, to take advice, especially from people who love you, if you're lucky enough to even have that circle. Because I don't give a fuck who you are. Don't nobody make it on this planet without support system and people that you call your family. And keep your family close, man. Keep your family tight. Keep keep the people that truly care about you next to you. We have a tendency to want to kick those to the curb who we feel are um, who care about us the most. We want to kick them to the curb because, you know, they sometimes might be telling us shit we don't want to hear. Nine times out of ten it's because they write. You know, it's, that's the thing about it, man. It, you cannot get mad at someone for trying to help you. Listen, sometimes the harshest truth and the harshest, uh, uh, the toughest love is the best love. Because you might not you might not receive it no other way other than that, and you might not you know be receptive to it un- until it comes at you in such a way where you know it puts you in a corner or it makes at least makes you feel like you're being put in a corner. So you know that just you know understand that every day above ground is a blessing. Every day above ground is 
is another day to get it right and another day to get everything you need to get done so you can do the things that you really want to do versus the stuff that you feel like, oh, I got to get up and I got to do this and I got to make moves and I got to, you know, it's like you got to, like, no, I want to. I want to do this so I can move on. I want to do this so I can make make some make some progress, make, you know, and, and move forward and do uh, all the good things that I wish to do or whatever like that. But you got to be motivated about that, man. You really do. I'm not going to get into too much motivational speaking and all of that tonight, but I definitely want to touch on just the fact that what a privilege it is to be around loved ones and people that's in your circle that truly, genuinely, authentically care about you. Period, point blank, period, man. Just point blank, period. Just people that care about you, no doubt. There's no question they stop a bullet for you. That kind of love or whatever like that, okay? That kind of love. Um, You know, it's been funny, man. I haven't been watching too much of the 90 Day Fiance uh, anymore because it's, it's all the same. You know, people fall in love with this person because they're younger, because they're older, because they're trying to get citizenship, or because of this, that, and the third. And this is what I'm going to say closing out with that show because I don't think I'm ever going to bring that show up on my podcast ever again because it's pretty much like the same monotonous routine of, you know, of this revolving door of people falling in love or people just being infatuated with the fact that they have someone that's beautiful on their arm. Let me explain something to y'all about this. It's one thing to be in a moment with someone. It's another thing to maybe picture a future with someone. And it's another thing to actually start building that future with that person. I'm going to say it like this. Whoever you got with, Whoever it is that you got with, and they was acting a certain kind of way when you was with them and you was kicking it with them and you was doing this, that, and the third or whatever like that, don't think that shit going to change when you bring their ass overseas. Do not think it's going to change for one bit. What you're seeing is the tip of the iceberg of how that person genuinely is of of how they going to probably play your ass. So take heed of it, swallow your pride, don't argue with the people that's closest to you, and then just do that. Because I've seen some shit on that show where it's just like, it's not even so much that it's hard to watch, it's just real, I don't want to watch it no more. Because it's it's like watching somebody in quicksand, and somebody, and it's like you at the beginning of the quicksand where you can easily get out, but... And, and you got their friends on the other end where they like, yo, just grab the stick and we'll drag you. We'll do the rest of the work. And motherfucker's sinking, sinking, sinking. And they ain't get to the point where when he want to get out, it's too fucking late. Because now you, you sunk down so much that the weight that's, that sunk you in the quicksand or whatever like that, it's, the pressure's too hard. You're going to end up dying. So, you know, at... It's a little intense for me to say that, but, you know, that that's, that's just the plain old truth behind it, man. It's just the plain old truth behind it. Um, Super Bowl coming up. Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, for anybody that don't know or anybody that cares, I don't think I'm going to be attending it. Uh, not because of the whole Colin Kaepernick thing anymore. It's not even because of that. It's just because I'm going to be working. Uh, I got other goals I'm trying to reach before this summer even hits, and 
I'm definitely trying to see those goals get met before, I want to say before spring. I want to at least get half those goals met before before summer hits. And Super Bowl ain't really in my itinerary for it or whatever like that. So, you know, it, it is what it is when it comes to that. Um, one of the things, I, I, the other things I want to talk about tonight is, is just having focus and and not, I want to say, having focus on what you're passionate about and then executing it and um, and, go, and and just seeing through it no matter what, no matter how scary it is. Because I recently just had an epiphany. I had a, another job lined up um, all ready to go. I was, I was ready to go in and get ready to take on this new job and, 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 and tell a little bit about myself, man. I'm always good with the gigs. I'm always good with, you know, um, getting a gig. Ain't no question there, man. I know how to keep a job, man. I know how to work a job, but the thing is, is I always get bored after a while or I look for some excuse to, you know, mess up or whatever like that so I can, you know, I can find a way out. I look for an exit. And nine times out of ten, if you're one of these people that do this, it's not necessarily because you, you lack motivation or you lack um, you lack the, the, the courage even at times to be successful. It's because that's probably not what you want to be successful in. And that's that's what I came to conclusion with. But I also came to conclusion at the same time that I was afraid of being successful. I had a fear, a healthy, a healthy. No, no, no. I take that back. Not a healthy fear of being successful. I had just a straight fear of being successful because if I had a healthy fear, I still would pursue it like I'm doing it right now. Whereas just a plain fear is just. Instead of me doing something about it, it's, you know, you get three symptoms of fight, flight, or freeze. Well, all I did was just freeze, and I didn't do nothing about it. I just let whatever come into my life come into my life, and it got worse, and it got worse, and it got worse. And so it got to the point where I realized I'm not going nowhere because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And if anybody ever seen the movie The Matrix, I felt like kind of like Neo where I was fighting so much against the grain of who I was. Because I didn't want to, you know, have my life already mapped out for me. I didn't like the fact that I wasn't possibly in control of my own life. And furthermore, I was afraid of what the success in the field that I had been pursuing, of what I was, what I was going to go into, uh, was going to give me. And if I could handle it or if I would lose my fucking mind. Because what, what kind of subconsciously scared me was when I watched all these documentaries about these successful people and how it's affected them and, and all the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations that they've gone through and the the chaos of success. And it was just like, man, I'd rather not. I'd rather not even do that. And then there's also on the flip side of that coin, the, the just the straight-up fear of what if what if all this stuff that I was afraid of that, that I'm afraid of happening that may happen may not happen at all. What if this is just a... A, fuck, a fucked up pipe dream anyway and what if I've wasted my time and what about this and what about my 401k and what about my future and what about you know and I was I was seriously seriously going through some some symptoms of fear man and the only thing I can say is, is this I didn't take that job 
I found another gig similar to the one I'm doing right now. And, you know, it's going to allow me the free schedule that I need in order to um, continue and pursue my career in voiceover acting and to really do what it is I need to do so I can become the successful voiceover artist that I wish to become because that's what I want to do. That's what I want to make a living for myself. I don't, you know, that's that's what I want to make my career. That's if, if, you know, I would even consider it a career because I would consider it something I love. That's, if it's something you love, it's not a job anymore. So, you know, that's that's why I, that's why I want to see myself. And I see myself doing a few other things too. Uh, I don't want to touch on that just yet because uh, I don't want to speak too much on it because I just want to kind of just get into it and just do it first. And then just see where I I lie, and uh, yeah, man, um, you know I just I just want to see see how I hold up in that. But I'm saying all this to say to anybody out there who may be feeling the same way, who's going through the same thing. Like, here's what I'm saying: you do need a gig out there that's gonna pay your everyday bills. You gotta live, you gotta eat, you need new clothes on your back or whatever like that. I get it, man. You need to survive out here, but. Don't let whatever it is that you're doing out here that you're surviving with overtake your dreams. You know, especially if you're in a position to still follow that dream and still do it. If you ain't got no kids, if, you know, if you have kids, I don't know what your situation is like, but if there's a way for you to follow your dream and and get it done and actually make it happen, I say shoot for the moon, man. If you land on the stars, you're just as close. You know what I'm saying? Or hell, hit outside the solar system. You may just end up on the moon. You never know. So don't be afraid to fail. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm turning this into a motivational speak again, but this is just how I feel, man. This is just how I feel because it's it's really hitting me at this point in life where you got to just do what you love, man. And I could feel it, too. I could feel how I felt when I was about to take on that job, and, and everything was sitting right there for me. That safety net was right. I had the, I had the retirement plan. I had the, 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 the hourly pay. I had the hours I was going to work. I, I said I had it all figured out, and some in the front of my mind said, you know you're going to get bored with this shit after two, three months. After you didn't learn everything and after you didn't done everything, your ass is going to start getting antsy again. And unless you're doing something to supplement that feeling and may subside it for a little bit, but then it's going to come back with a vengeance, and you're going to be like, man, I know you're doing all this other stuff over here that you pursued, but why are you going to pursue your voiceovers? You got something here, man. Do it. So that's that's the thing, man. If you got something inside of you that keeps bugging you, no matter how successful you are in other stuff, guess what? You could be just as successful, if not more so, if you put that same energy into what you love that you do when you're doing all this extra stuff just to live and just to stay alive and just to do as a hobby or whatever like that. And I got to relearn that with the voiceover world, man. I'm learning it now. So that's the message I want to pass on to you guys, man. I really do. You know, uh, it is crazy. It really is crazy. On another note, I've been seeing what's going on with Conor McGregor. Uh, he's definitely cleaned up his act. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe so. But, you know, he uh, finished Donald Cerrone, so that was – that was actually exciting to see. Um, you know, I don't know, man. It was just, it was like one of those things where it was like I was happy to, to see, 
I was happy to I was happy to see Cerrone finally get the fight that he wants, a good money fight or whatever like that. But at the same time, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for Conor McGregor's uh, skill set, um, and I'm starting to even respect him a little bit on the personal side because he seems like he's trying to clean up his act. He seems like he's admitted his wrongdoings and he's not doing all this this crazy shit. Hey man, sometimes you got to go through a little chaos to get some peace. You know, uh, I don't know if that much chaos is needed, what he went through, but, uh, you know, he definitely went through some shit. And, you know, here's the the one thing I can say about that, even, you know, after kind of, after that, all that, that craziness of his kind of subsided, uh, the one thing I can say about Connor is that, you know, there's not a lot of people like him, just like there's not a lot of people like Floyd Mayweather. And when I say that, I'm not talking about their skill set. I'm talking about their lifestyle. We all sit back and we judge and we say, oh, I would have did this if I had this money. I would have did that if I had this money. Well, here's the thing. Just just marinate on this, and I'm going to close with this. Let's say you had the money, right? Now, in the beginning, because we got bills and debts and maybe mortgage payments or car note payments and insurance, we would pay all that off. Now, let's say all that gets paid off. Let's say we, we paid off ahead of time with insurance. You know, that's paid up for the full six months. Cars fully paid for it. You got the pink slip now. You paid the full-time mortgage off the house. You own the fucking crib now. Matter of fact, you might even purchase some property all of a sudden, right? All right, you set up. You pay your debts. You even helped out certain uh, people in your immediate family or people you call family. You didn't hook your partners up. They got money. You got money. You all got money. Everybody good. Right? All right, so what's next? Okay, you might want a new lifestyle change. You, you eating at the finest restaurants. You dating the baddest women or men. You know, you, uh, you, you, uh, you, you, you taking lavish vacation. You taking lavish extended vacation. You know what I'm saying? You done did it. You done seen it all. You done seen the world. You, you done been there and back. You done been to award shows that you thought you'd never be able to get into because now you got the bread to do it. Let's say you didn't did a full run of this for, let's say, about a year, because that's usually all it takes. Now, it was all brand new to you that first year, but you still got a whole load of cash in your bank account. You got people around you kissing your ass, telling you you the greatest, stroking your ego like like a goddamn deep tissue masseuse. You know what I'm saying? It's like... We don't know what they really going through on a day to day basis after after they didn't after the novelty of the success is worn off and the success is still there and the money is still there. Just like the saying goes, ain't no place but down. Mike Tyson experienced it. I'm sure Floyd Mayweather experienced it. I know Conor, Conor McGregor's gone through it, and plenty of other successful people who may not have reached that high level, but they still experience the success of being a winner and and being, you know, and having money in the bank and kicking it and being a good net and being a well-known name or whatever like that. So, you know, I want y'all to think about those things. And if you really think you wouldn't lose your shit, then the only thing that's missing, the only missing ingredient in your formula is just become successful and see how you do. And on that note, y'all, it's your boy Jay Henny. This or that comments, criticisms, uh, uh, Whatever perspectives that you want to share, please don't be afraid to put this on my show. Ask your questions. Ask away. Love y'all. Sorry for the wait. 
I'll get back to you soon. Peace.